1: Tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. 10,
2: 9, 8, 7, 6,
3: 5, Listening to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now, your host, the editor in chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All
2: right. So, I was in a bookstore in Dallas uh, maybe a month, month and a half ago, and uh, I buy too many books. I, I, I love books, I'm always buying books. And so I went in there and I said to myself, I am not buying another book. I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. I'm going to walk around. I'm not buying any books. I I was just coaching myself (laughs) the whole time I was there. And a book just jumped off the bookshelf uh, for me. It's called The Million Dollar One Person Business and the author is Elaine Polfeld. She's with us tonight. I, the book is, I just love this book. I page through it. A little bit about uh, Elaine. She's an independent journalist presently, but for eight years she was with Fortune, and uh, she's a graduate of Yale University and also enjoys taekwondo. And Elaine, welcome to the program.
4: Thank you so much, Jim. It's great to be
2: here. I'm a taekwondo guy, too. Third, third Dan. I've been training for 14 years. How about you?
4: i I'm Black belt. I actually started studying about five years ago with one of my daughters, and then recruited another one of my daughters. I have four children, and <laughs> we're all
2: you know. It's it's a it's a great thing, and I always tell people uh, people that don't understand taekwondo it's so much more than the physical the fighting there's such a mental benefit and the tenets of taekwondo you know teaching especially young people you know respect and courtesy and self-control those kinds of things it it, it's almost like a church to me when i go to my taekwondo class and my fam my i call them my taekwondo family they're they're like my best friends in the world the people i train with
4: it's incredible the lessons that we've learned from taekwondo i i agree with you it's it's really amazing and you never stop learning. Once you go, it's just a continual course in all kinds of interesting things in life.
2: Well, I have to tell you, as I said, I really love your book. I love the whole idea of the million dollar one person business, because I think what most people believe, and and it appears to not be the case because there's some great examples in your book. I think what we believe is that we have two paths. So the first path is, You have to set up a company, get a location, hire a bunch of people, put a bunch of money at risk, and have all of that, you know, all the headaches that go with that, meeting a payroll, having disgruntled employees, that whole mess of having a quote-unquote business or you go to work for somebody, or if you want to have a business on your own and keep it small and simple, you're not going to make very much. You're just going to make a few bucks, but you'll have a lot of time freedom. And, it, and you think of that as a trade-off, but you never think of, say, being able to have your cake and eat it too, the idea of having something small that's just you, but still making a lot of money. So I love that. So set that up for us, why, why that even seems possible now.
4: It's something that has come about, I believe, because of new technology. I came across some statistics from the U.S. Census Bureau that touched off this book. And the most recent version of them was that in 2015, there were 35,584 non-employer firms. Those are firms that don't employ anyone other than the owners. Mostly, they're one-person businesses. But there are some partnerships, too, maybe a husband and wife team or two friends that start a business that were bringing in $1 million to $2.49 million in annual revenue. That number is up 33% since 2011.
2: So what say that again. Say, how many businesses are there doing that?
4: It, it was 35,584. So this isn't a huge number, given that there are millions of small businesses right. in the U.S., but the numbers are growing and every year. Yeah, and that's, back, that's it's really growing.
2: startling, yeah.
4: It is, and there, there are quite a few businesses that are getting very close. So, for instance, there were 258,148 firms bringing in 500,000 to 1 million. So you have a bunch of businesses that are gathering steam and getting very close to being able to break that million-dollar mark without employees. What, what's allowing them to do this is that the barriers to entry have come down for one thing. It used to cost. I remember when I went into business for myself 10 years ago, I was doing some digital consulting, and I advised one of my clients that he couldn't really put up a decent business website for less than $50,000. And it was a multi million dollar business, but it, that's what it costs. Nowadays, a middle school student can put up a website <laughs> in an afternoon and you hey, you can go more advanced than that, but it doesn't cost fifty thousand dollars. So some of the things that used to kind of trip up people in starting a business are gone.
3: We, you know you can
4: run a business with basically a laptop and a phone in many industries if you're in professional services. And that frees up resources for people to invest in. Doing really interesting things with their businesses. We also have a a, a tremendous marketing reach today because of social media, the internet.
2: Right, the uh, the playing field has leveled, as they say. And I think for a lot of our listeners, I mean, the idea of a million dollar one person business that's incredible. But I think for a lot of people, a million dollar seventy five thousand dollar a year business. I mean, a seventy five thousand dollar a year business uh, for one person would be great too. I mean, I think the million dollars, obviously that's a great book title, but I think a lot of people just making 75,000 a year as a one person business, uh, would be tremendous. And then of course the stats on that I'm sure would be, uh, even much higher. Um, give us an example of a kind of business. I, I like the example of the guy in your book who his name is, uh, Laszlo Nadler, I think. And he creates some kind of like business planners or something. It's just like one guy has this tools for wisdom business, and it's bringing in like a seven-figure amount, and it's just him. Tell us about that.
4: Yes, you've got a great memory, Jim. <laughs> he, he actually lives in New Jersey, where I live, and he is a dad. He was working as a project manager in a big bank in New York City and had a wife at home and two children and really yearned for something different than the corporate life. And being a project manager, he's great at things like personal productivity and good time management. That was what he helped his colleagues with. So he started as sort of a fun project developing planners, so like a day book where you would write down what you were planning to do that week. But they had a different spin, and it was that you would focus on what was the most important thing that would lead you toward your life's goal if you – took that step this week rather than just a to-do list of what you had to plow through that day. And he started doing print on demand. He put it up on Amazon almost as a hobby and wound up um, really building a following with them. And so after about two years, he did it on the side, on the weekends, at night, et cetera. He got to six figure income and he felt comfortable enough that he could leave his job and still support his family. And now he's at $2 million in revenue. He still wow. has no employees. And he, he, you know, he's done it through things like automating routine tasks in the business. He's got good systems in place for handling.
2: And he's and outsourcing things. all of this. So when we think about someone that's creating all of this printed material, it's not like we drive to a factory that has a big sign on the outside. And we walk in and see him, you know, laboring over the factory floor where all this stuff is being made. He's just a guy working from home, basically, and all this exactly. is outsourced.
4: He, he does. He runs the business from home, and he's, you know, he put the time into researching how he could do that. I know he, um, he experimented a bit with the right printing options, but he took his time. He gave himself some runway, which is really important if you would like to start a business and you don't have a lot of initial startup capital, which most people don't he he had his salary coming in so he was able to just ramp it up at his own pace and then when he was ready he could he could take the plunge and go into it full time
2: all right, a lot more to get into tonight. Uh, we've got a break coming up here, Elaine. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of the other business models, like like different businesses you can do over the internet, including things like writing ebooks. So much more as we continue our discussion. The million dollar one person business, Elaine Pofelt, will be with us for the hour. We'll be back. if you want to learn more about my personal war on monthly bills check out my website christianmoneyplus.com that's christianmoneyplus.com if you're just plain sick and tired of those monthly bills check out my website christianmoneyplus.com
0: bitcoin is losing crypto market share to other digital currencies Bitcoin's astronomical rise has led to the creation of numerous competitors like Ethereum, Ripple, and Litecoin, which have also seen massive gains in value. According to Quartz, Bitcoin made up 85% of the crypto market one year ago, and today it has fallen to 36%. Remember, the only way to win in the casino is to take chips off the table. Call Miles Franklin at 866-485-4346 and let us show you how to quickly turn your Bitcoin into the 5,000-year-old safety of precious metals miles franklin can quickly convert your bitcoin to precious metals with one phone call at 866-485-4346 that's miles franklin celebrating our 29th year in business without ever receiving a customer complaint call us at 866-485-4346 fast easy safe and convert your bitcoin into gold with one phone call Expert in nutrition, diet, weight loss, immune system, and I specialize in chiropractic. My 15 years of professional experience has taught me the four keys to vibrant health. A balanced muscular skeletal system, an integrated nervous system, a flowing lymphatic system, and a body filled with over 90 essential nutrients. This has been A Secret Too Long. Actualize your potential. Reverse disease. Call me, Dr. Z. Two zero one nine four five one one seven seven two zero one nine four five one one seven seven Evol dot
4: One out of four people listening to my voice right now could die from heart disease. This could be your last year and you don't even know it because you don't know the early warning signs. If you think you're safe because your cholesterol levels are normal, think again because studies show that 75% of heart attack patients also had normal cholesterol levels. Let me introduce you to Strauss Heart Drops, a world-famous heart and brain formula made in Canada. It's time-tested and will give you clinical results in 90 days or your money back. Learn more at signsofheartdisease.com. They are shipping free this month.
3: Listening to Jim Paris live.
2: All right, we are back. With us for the rest of the hour is Elaine Pofelt. And Elaine, am I saying your name right?
4: You are. You've got it right.
2: Okay, great. Uh, yeah. So, so the silent D. I got the silent D. Uh, I'm doing that right
4: it's the number one question people ask me before I go on podcasts and radio shows, how do you pronounce your last name?
2: (laughs) All right. And so for people that want to find the book, just to give folks your spelling of your last name, it's P like in Paul, O F like in Frank, E L D like in David, and then T. And if you know, if you just go do a Google search or go to Amazon, what I love about uh, the author page on Amazon for Elaine is it also has a link to her blog. Uh, So all of her articles that appear over at uh, uh, Forbes magazine, you can get links there to the updated articles that she's writing. And of course, you can get the book there. It's available for just $14 to, to grab a copy of this book. One of the things I like about the million dollar one person business is it's not about just one thing. A lot of these books, Elaine, it's like well, you need to have a website and you need to sell this kind of thing, and this is the way to do it. Like they offer you kind of one lane to run in, but your book gives so many different examples. Um, speaking of which is a guy by the name of Sol Orwell, and he set up a website, examine.com, which I'm at his website, and it's all about like supplements and vitamins and all of that. And this guy is traveling the world according to your book and he can do that with a business like this bringing in seven figures tell us about that
4: oh yeah he's got a great lifestyle and a great story jim and i've I've met him it's true he really does travel as much as he says he's got a very mobile lifestyle and he he came into this business by accident he is a young entrepreneur and he had done some things in the areas of gaming and was kind of experimenting to try to find his ideal business model, and he wanted to slim down and started reading about supplements and wasn't happy with the quality of the research he was finding online, and he thought there has to be a better way. So he started his business by hiring experts such as PhDs and nutrition researchers to write reports on nutritional supplements that were definitive, and he began selling them it took off over time, and he wound up um, introducing things like an ebook. It's called the Supplement Goals, the Supplement Goals Reference Guide, and he introduced a newsletter. and He's built a nice business for himself in Toronto, and it enables him to travel three or four months out of the year. So he's on the go, and the way he's able to do this is he has a contractor who handles a lot of the day to day, who has a small amount of equity in the business, so that He has an incentive for the business to grow as well, and that's worked out beautifully for him.
2: Yeah, and and the thing is, you go to this website, examine.com, and it's beautiful, and you don't know. You think, well, maybe if I went to Toronto, there'd be like a big building that says examine.com on it with 500 employees, but no, it's just... It's just this one guy, and then he, like you said, he he brought someone in as an equity, a small equity partner to kind of run it for him. And uh, according to the chapter about him, this guy's just traveling everywhere. Um, you know, has a lot of time freedom, and if you've got an internet-based gig, you can do that from anywhere if you're a writer. And a lot, a lot of the theme that, that keeps coming up is, is you know, this new technology we have available, like the print-on-demand. Is there anything in the book about? You know, I mean, I know this one gentleman here Saul, he's done I guess some ebooks, but is that a big opportunity now is the self-publishing where you can write a book, make it an ebook, uh publish your own books and make the lion's share of the money?
4: It's a great opportunity, but you have to deliver quality. He is not an expert in nutrition, so he hired expert nutrition researchers. So there was some investment for him. And that was similar, actually. Nick Shaw, another person who went with informational marketing, he is a competitive power lifter and bodybuilder, and he sells diet templates online through a business he started called Renaissance Periodization out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Hmm. He teamed up with a professor from Temple University, to produce his product because he wanted to have the expertise behind it. So if you have an expertise, there are so many informational products that you can develop. You could do webcasts, for instance, um, short courses. There are a lot of people creating courses now online and doing quite well with that, or, or e-books. But you really have to have the expertise, or you need to hire the expertise so that you really stand out because there's so much information out there and it's hard to gain credibility with an audience. So your information has to be really bulletproof, but if it is, you can really grow a fantastic business.
2: Yeah. Well, I love the whole idea of, you know, I, for many, many years was published by several different publishers. I've written over 30 books. And then I, in recent years, got into the whole writing books for Kindle and then doing the create space thing and... Getting to keep most of the money is a great thing, and I don't have to go through like the editorial where they tell me, no, we don't want this title. You have to change the title of the book. We're going to have to change all your chapter titles, and we want you to go in a different direction. I love the control I have and the ability to do that, and back in the day, I did try to self-publish one time years and years ago. I had to put like $10,000 out for the first run of the books. And now, with the Create Space opportunity with Amazon, I can write a book and put it on Amazon. They print them out one at a time, and then I get paid my money at the end of the month.
4: It's amazing how the barriers to entry have come down. It's also much greener in terms of the environment you're printing on demand. So I think there's a lot to recommend it. And there are so many authors who feel like you, they just love controlling the product. And it's just an area that's exploding. It's also gotten more sophisticated, too, so that it's a nice, seamless process when you go through it. I I am also a ghostwriter, and I have worked with some authors who opted to self-publish, and it's Improve, every year it improves, as I'm sure you've seen, because I think. Yeah, I there's more and more things. things and books? of
2: course, <laughs> with like the self promotion, you know, you can do your own podcast now, you can have your own YouTube channel, all the things to be able to reach the public. Of course, Facebook and Twitter and all that. Just to show people kind of the range of this book and the different opportunities, we then move ahead to a gentleman by the name of Paul Hedrick, who is born and raised in Texas, has an affinity for cowboy boots ended up uh, getting involved with a business uh, related to cowboy boots. Uh, tell us about that. New York City Cowboy Boots.
4: Yeah, he, well, he's actually a Texan by birth, and uh, and he, loved, he um, was working in finance in New York and really um, wanted to get into a consumer area in his business. So he wound up going back to what he loved, which was cowboy boots. He found that there weren't a lot of, of good quality cowboy boots at affordable prices on the market. So he started looking at why that was and how he could fill that gap in the marketplace. So he came up with a business that sells the boots direct to consumer. And the way he was able to pull this off, he did save quite a bit of money. He had a job in private equity. He's a young guy, um, very bright guy and saved up, Money so that he could invest in the business and take some time off. And then he went to Mexico to a town that is known for
2: producing. Where the leather goods are cheap. Absolutely. We'll take a break. We'll have a little bit more on that. And so many other stories in here and great ideas and some worksheets in the back of the book as well. All that and more. We'll be back.
4: I tried other brands, but I came back to my sunshine.
3: For the best hot or cold pain relief, get the best. Get a Sunny Bay heating pad. Sometimes life can be a pain in the neck or back or shoulder. And the best relief for that pain is a Sunny Bay heating pad. Did you know that the American College of Physicians said that one of the best ways to treat muscle pain is heat therapy? Sunny Bay heating pads are handmade with high quality, can be used at home or at work, and have a lifetime 100% positive rating on both Amazon and Etsy.
1: Why take another pill?
3: Many people use our Sunny Bay heating pads alone and got rid of the neck pain.
1: Long distance travel or long hours in front of a computer can take its toll
3: on your body. See why our homegrown small business at sunny-bay.com has tried to help people just like you get your sunny bay heating pads at sunny-bay.com that's sunny-bay.com or call 253-678-1361 for hot and cold therapy sunny-bay.com
1: and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's five starsoapcom Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog.
3: Listening to Jim Paris live.
2: All right, we are back, and uh, two more segments to go here. Our guest is Elaine Pofelt. The book is "The Million Dollar One Person Business," and uh, a lot of great resources in the back of this book as well. The uh, appendices section has all kinds of websites, and I said worksheets, but they're more like a step-by-step guides and and information. And we'll ask her about that uh, in our last segment. Uh, I've got this website up here, Elaine. Uh, the com with all of the uh, cowboy boots. Wow. What a selection. You can get everything from a lizard boot to an ostrich boot. And you're saying this guy runs this whole operation as a one-person business.
4: He's now scaled up a little bit. That, that was one thing that was very interesting for me when I did the fact checking. What, what happens with these ultra-lean, very high-revenue businesses is they'll typically go down two paths. One is that they love The lifestyle they don't want to have employees and they keep it at a sort of boutique size but it's bringing in a lot of revenue and i have a few people that in the fact checking had gotten as high as about four million with no employees which is just (laughs)
2: inspiring i think but there's a point at which you're like well i've got enough money i'll hire somebody to work this with me
4: well you need i mean sometimes they don't really want to get too big but There there are labor laws that if you need certain types of help, those individuals will need to be hourly workers and need to be on payroll. So, for instance, customer service help, if you hire U.S.-based workers, they probably have to be W-2 employees. And you may want to hand that off to someone at a certain point, not be answering every single customer service call yourself. It's a personal choice, but the point of the book is that if you run – a very good little business, then you have options. What I see with a lot of people today is they're really struggling. They don't know how to maximize the time that they put in to the business to get to wherever they need to be. So like you pointed out in the beginning, Jim, you, you made a very good point. Not everybody needs one million dollars in revenue. You might do fine with a hundred thousand dollars in revenue but you probably need more than you think because of the cost of benefits. You, I, by Through my research, I concluded that you need to make about 30 to 40% more than you would have made in salary to make up for the benefits you won't have and will have to provide for yourself, mostly for health care. But you also need a cushion to protect you in case your work dries up. You don't have unemployment insurance when you're a freelancer. So, you're not as protected as your neighbor down the street who might make the same amount of money as you, but they can get unemployment and they might get severance from a job that laid them off. So you, you need to
2: build. Yeah. Those the, are all good points, especially safer. the, uh, the cost of healthcare, uh, medical insurance, which is, which is a crazy cost right now. Uh, and also it would depend a lot. Yeah. I would imagine too on the product you're, you're selling on what you're marketing, because it could have very little cost if it's just an information product or it could have a high product cost. Like I'm sure these these beautiful cowboy boots that there's some actual, you know, significant physical cost for per dollar that uh, there is of a sale.
4: Absolutely. Any any business that has inventory will have a certain amount of cost that goes into it. Sometimes they'll use things like drop shipping because they don't have to own as much inventory, but you, you do need the cash flow to support it. And and the businesses that have manufacturing costs sometimes can be less profitable. So that's another thing to think about. is It's not necessarily what revenue you bring in, but it's what profit you take home in the end that really determines what your lifestyle will be. So you need to keep an eye on that too. And, and these folks have been very good about that, often running the businesses from home. And the ways that they extend what one person can do are very efficient. So usually the first step is automating things like, Maybe they'll use a scheduling application like Calendly or Schedule Once to schedule appointments instead of having to hire an admin to call people and set up times or, or emailing back and forth and spending 10 hours a week probably on emails that they didn't need to do. Then they, the next step would be bringing in a contractor. Maybe, you know, instead of teaching yourself web design, you hire somebody to do it because you could instead spend your time meeting with clients, you're doing a higher-level task where you're using the skills only you in the business can contribute. And then sometimes they'll go to outsourcing, which is a little different. It's usually for back-office support. Um, One example I love from the book, Harry Ein uh, is the founder of Perfection Promo, and he sells swag, so those tote bags that have a company's name on them or pens at the bank that have the bank's name on them. He runs his business from his garage in Walnut Creek, California. He's a young dad, loves to spend time coaching his son's teams and bringing him to swim lessons. He's at $4 million in revenue a year, and he's able to get there because he uses a company called I Promote You for his back office support. They handle things like his invoicing, for instance, so he can be out there meeting with his enterprise clients and generating more business and serving them and making sure they're happy. So he's been very
2: smart in how. Yeah, his, how because it would seem time. like somebody like that, you would think, oh, if I'm going to get into that business, I've got to have a location, I've got to have some, you know, at least a, a secretary or an assistant, you know. Um, and 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 there are now all of these these solutions. And just one of the again a great theme in this book, folks, is there's so many different kinds of businesses featured in the book. It's going to give you ideas about something maybe that you can do, that you can start part-time and build it up. Tell us about Matt Friel. Uh, Loved video games from the age of five and ended up turning this into a multimillion-dollar one-person business.
4: I I love his story in part because I have a little boy, and I (laughs) try to keep him off video games.
2: Right, and you, and you can't tell him anymore that you'll never become anything if you don't get off those games because here's Matt Friel.
4: Exactly. Yeah, he, he runs a business called Game Deal Daily, and he got the idea for the business from his passion for video games. He realized that there were people that, once a game wasn't the hot game of the moment, still loved it and wanted to play it. And he, he loved the Mario games from Nintendo, um, for instance. And he, he started going around to big box stores, and when the games went on sale, would buy them up and then resell them online. And he he started, um, he he ran the business from his parents' house. He was recently out of college, and it started taking over the house. So then he wound up actually opening a warehouse.
2: So he would just buy the games that kind of went out of uh, vogue. They were no longer the popular game, but there was enough demand for it on the Internet that if he could buy it cheaply enough, he could still sell it and make a profit, kind of like a used book business almost, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, very similar to that business model. And, and then it started taking off, and it got to the point where he was just in his car all the time driving around buying these games and <laughs> couldn't see anyone or enjoy his life. So he, he said, I have to do something differently. So he actually went to some of the, the competitors in the field and said, where are you getting your games? And it turned out some of them were distributors also. So now in this one little research project he alleviated a major pain point in his business and was able to obtain the games from them and that enabled him to keep growing the business he's now at 3.6 million in annual revenue
2: yeah and that's one of those things where definitely the the internet makes that possible because you you even if you get into the tiniest of niches on the internet because you're able to reach the whole world or at least the whole US depending on what your business model is there's always going to be that you know tiny percentage of people that are all like the left-handed golfers who need that special golf gadget or whatever and that's okay because you're on the internet. (laughs) So you can be like the left-handed golf site. Um, We've got a break coming up here in a minute, so I don't want to get into a new one, but I want to tease people that we're going to talk about Kickstarter coming up after this break. And one of the chapters is about uh, a lady that used kickstarter to develop her product and that's still something we get a lot of questions about people wanting to know can you still raise money on kickstarter you know how does all that work so we're going to get into that also after the break we're going to get into this whole resource section all of the different resources and websites and places you can go online to be able to explore your own idea and please please get a copy of this book Uh, You're going to love it. Get it as a gift for somebody, maybe a young person that hates their job, hates their boss. Give them this book. It's the million-dollar one-person business. You can grab it on Amazon for $14. We'll be back with our last segment with Elaine Pofelt. Don't miss it.
3: You are listening to Jim Paris live.
2: All right, we are back. This is our last segment with author Elaine Pofelt. The book is the one is the million dollar one-person business. You can get it on Amazon, and we move ahead into another story. I just spent the whole break, Elaine looking at this better back gadget created by Katherine Krug. I'd never heard of this. I'm gonna buy this i'm like i'm I'm looking at this. It's like a gadget. they call it a a seat belt that corrects your posture and this lady created this and it got funded initially on Kickstarter and uh this looks like a really great device for people. Uh tell us about her and this whole project and and Kickstarter. Is, is that still a thing that people can use Kickstarter to get money to get going?
4: Oh, absolutely, absolutely, Jim. It's 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 more popular than ever. And her business came out of her own experience. She was working at a startup in San Francisco and developed Sciatica and was in debilitating pain and needed to get out of it. So she, because of this, started tinkering around in her house with making a strap to provide back support um, using milk jugs as her materials. But she took it as far as she could go and started asking around and through friends of friends met an industrial designer who was able to design a real prototype for her. That was the secret to raising the money on Kickstarter because it was a real product that that she had in the works. And she was able to raise $1.2 million that way. As a new entrepreneur, she um, probably had a pretty big network of people that she knew. I will say that when I've seen people raise money successfully on Kickstarter, usually they're very active on Facebook or on email or something where they can electronically send out I noticed that they're raising money for this product. If, if, and what I've seen people do sometimes if they don't have that kind of network and their campaign fails is they go back to the drawing board and kind of build up the network and then try again because there's nothing really stopping you from trying again. Um, but if you, if you have a group that you can reach, it could be people in your community that you know who trust you that would be willing to pre-order the product Often the way that um, money is raised on Kickstarter, by the way, is people will, they say they're donating, but basically they're pre-ordering the product. So when you're finally done with the product development and ready to ship it, they will get one of the first ones. And a lot of people love the novelty of being an early adopter and getting something before anyone else has it. And you just love supporting startups. So it can be a great thing. For entrepreneurs who don't have a lot of startup cash and need some money for product development, like she did, because if you're going to manufacture, you do need a little more money than if, for instance, you're writing an ebook and it's based on your own knowledge. So I, I loved her story too, and she's kept on going with it. When I last spoke with her, she was working on a second version of the product, so it may be even better than the
2: first one. Yeah, there's uh, some different things on here where you there's a the version of it where you can actually. Use ice and heat somehow inside the uh, the better back device. So that might be the a, the, late, the latest upgrade of that.
4: It is actually, and you know, that's you're raising something an interesting point, which is that she got feedback from people once she introduced it and acted on it. So that's a good way to grow a business once you've started is to actually have a real connection with your consumers and find out what's working for them, what would they like you to do with the product and use that for your next idea.
2: Yeah, now to get super practical here, I love in the back of the book all of the websites that you've listed and, and uh, some of the resources here. But I think one question a lot of people would have is, and, and you've got a, a great little section here, uh, market research crash course. So you have an idea... And you think, hey, this is a great thing. Probably this lady that created this device for back posture, she might have thought it was great because it worked for her, but maybe it wasn't going to work for anybody else. And maybe it wasn't something people were going to really be interested in. How do you know in advance whether you have a good idea that is not just an idea you like, but maybe something that really does have potential before you, you know, kind of bet the family farm?
4: Well, what I would say is don't ask your friends and family if they would buy it because they love you.
2: <laughs>
4: they're <supposed laughs> say
2: <yes>. Or they're <laughs> jealous of you and they'll just say no because they don't want you to be successful.
4: Oh, I hadn't thought of that, but that's possible too. But, but basically, they're not unbiased observers. You, you need people who are in your target market to tell you whether they would buy it or not. So one thing you could do is survey people one couple that uh, were very innovative on this front run a company called Brooklyn and they make sheets and sell them direct to consumer. And they wound up going to the floor of stores like Bed Bath and Beyond and surveying people about how much they would be willing to pay for sheets and what types of designs they would like, et cetera. They, They got into the business because they found a set of sheets they liked when they were outfitting their first home together and they cost $800. And they said, that's outrageous. <laughs> you know, There has to be a better way to do this. And they found out sheets. I, I, I never knew this. I thought this was interesting. Sheets are so expensive because there are so many middlemen involved. And when they took out the middlemen and manufactured the sheets themselves, they could do it for much less. And they sell the sheets for about $100 a set. And so they're much more affordable to people. And they've done really well. They've raised venture capital. They're no longer a one couple business.
2: and what's the name of that company
4: they're called brooklinen b-r-o-o-k-l-i-n-e and they live in Brooklyn, so that's why uh, it's called brooklinen oh and,
2: okay um, very very cute to the
4: cachet because Brooklyn has gotten to be very hip now and you know so it's all part of the brand but they, they did that research on the ground it didn't cost them anything you could do something using survey Monkey if you're Maybe you're in a professional services firm and you'd like to survey your clients about whether they would buy a you know, ticket to a webinar you're doing or an ebook. Would they even be interested? And you could do it that way. SurveyMonkey is a free tool that you can use. You can also just try selling a limited run. Um, one couple, Camille and Ben Arneberg, run Willow and Everett, an Amazon store. And when they started out, they had saved up $5,000 to invest in the business They would sell small amounts of their home decor products and see which ones sold and which ones didn't. If they were selling well, they would double down on their order, and if it wasn't doing well, they would discount it and sort of unload it and reinvest in the business. So you could do that too, see what people will actually buy if you're selling a product, because what they say and what they do is never exactly the same thing. So you, you need to see, like, will they actually put their money into it? and and do it in a small way that isn't going to use up all the money you need for your groceries or your rent or your household expenses. And then then you'll have a good um, learning curve.
2: Yeah, because I would think, you know, even something simple like renting a flea market booth for a weekend to try to sell your product, to see what kind of reaction you get from people, just total strangers. That's a great
4: idea. Yeah, that's a great idea. Basically doing it on a small scale. We'll give you great feedback. And even if no one buys it, it's not a failure. That's what Ben and Camille told me, that the $5,000 they put in, they looked at it as what they would have paid for a college course. And they said, even if we lose all the money, we will have learned something that we can then use to become more successful. And their first business attempt, they were selling running comp- compression sleeves, those little bands that go around people's arms and hold things when they're running, didn't do well. And they learned from that. But now their business is doing great. They actually um, ran and they started another business, funding it on Kickstarter. It's called CubeFit, where it's um, mats for people who use stand-up desks to help them shift their weight so they don't get blood clots. Oh, wow. And, um, they keep on going. You know, they're, they're experimenters. And that's how you have to be. But you have to do it in a way that isn't going to drain all of your money because then you'll run out of well, room to keep on working on the business and have to go back into a job
2: well, terrific job on this book i i really uh I really love this book, and and, uh, what I'm probably going to do is my second copy, because I bought a copy for myself, and then your publisher sent us a copy, so I'm just going to give the extra copy away on my uh, social media this week, but I want to encourage people uh, to buy a copy of this book. If you're someone that's thinking about uh, a business, you want to start a business, or maybe you have a business, and you want to get some ideas for growing it, I love all of the resources in the back, and I love all of the different examples, because sometimes you get a book like this, and it's like, everybody should should write an ebook or everybody should have an e-commerce website but that's not what this book is there's so many different paths that are uh here for you elaine in closing do you have a a website or any other media appearances you want to promote or speaking engagements or any other books let us know
4: Sure. Well, I have the website up for the book, the Million Dollar One Person Business.com. It's all written out in words rather than numbers. So you can find out about what I'm doing. I'm doing a lot of um, upcoming podcasts and speaking engagements. So I'll be posting them there. Also on my Amazon author page. Um, it's Elaine Pofell, P as in Peter, O, F as in Frank, E, L as in Larry, D as in David, T as in Tom. So
2: if you look me up there or look up the book... Yeah, all of the uh, blog posts are there as well, and we are out of time, folks. Thank you so much, Elaine, for being with us. Remember, if it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris Live. Thank you, Jim. Have a great... Hi, this is radio talk show host Jim Paris, and if you are like me, you hate all of those monthly bills. Well, I reached the point about three years ago that I decided enough was enough, and I went to war with my personal stack of monthly bills. I canceled cable TV and legally connected my television to the internet, and now I get hundreds of free TV channels, and I don't pay for cable TV. I found a little-known way of getting free home phone service for life, and I discovered a totally legal way to opt out of Obamacare and cut my health insurance bill by more than 60% per year. If you want to learn more about my personal war on monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. That's christianmoneyplus.com. If you're just plain sick and tired of those monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com.
0: Hear that? That's the sound of a house being trashed while a gang of thieves ransack the place. And what they don't steal will be destroyed
3: this year resolve not to be the next victim of a break-in go to fake tv.com and discover a device that creates the illusion someone inside is watching tv even when you're miles away security is a mindset and fake tv should be part of your security solution be vigilant but not fearful fake tv.com
5: we all have heard about the benefits of fish oils but what about the presence of heavy metals pcbs dioxins furans, and other contaminants found in fatty tissues of fish. GCNteam.com recognizes this risk and offers IFOS certified tested omega-3 fatty acids. EPA, DHA insist on IFOS omega-3 fatty acid certification. Get the best at
2: GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203.